is your girl Valen. You are now tuning in to the Hood Talks Podcast, where community voice matters. Hey, what is going on, the Hood Talks Podcast viewers? I am so excited to be here on today and to have this great one-on-one with this lovely lady here who will be talking all about her organization with us for our The Hood Needs segment. Yes, yes, yes. So get into it, y'all. Get into it. (laughs) We are going to be, again, sitting here and having a great conversation about and learning about simple, positive play. Did I get that right? You absolutely did. Yes, I did. I nailed it. I nailed it. Well, hello, Miss Jennifer. How are you today? Doing wonderful. How are you? I am doing really good. I'm so happy to be here and excited to be talking to you about this great place that I visited and had so much fun at. (laughs) So please, please, please tell everyone who you are and who you represent. My name is Jennifer Alardi. I am the president and founder of Simple Positive Play. Um, Our mission at Simple Positive Play is to help facilitate playful learning experiences for young people and their families, while also promoting an engaged and informed community. So a lot of that comes down to in our physical space in Ferguson is being able to have access to a lot of different playful resources for families. Okay, yes. This, so it's predominantly in Ferguson, but it's open to anyone. Is that correct? Absolutely. Anybody can come from any part of the county um, or the state. We've definitely had people invite family members from all over to come in. So we don't check IDs when you're on the way in the door. Um, we do gear all of our material mostly for ages zero to nine. Um, and working in that place in Ferguson, uh, which is at January Wabash Park, it... Um, we do more than that. We've gone to uh, fluorescent food truck nights and provided some free activities for kids. Uh, we do ask for donations sometimes, but we never turn anybody away from a playful experience. Um, I've also done some things in my hometown where it all got started, which was in Louisiana, Missouri, in my parents' driveway. And I have worked in an art studio in Louisiana and also with the YMCA. Um, we've also worked in fluorescent. We used to do some things at one of the parks uh, there to be able to invite families in. But Ferguson has definitely become a home to us in that we have a physical space and everything doesn't just live in my car. (laughs) (laughs) So we will travel. uh, We definitely realize that if kids are left to, um, when there is nothing around, even if you think there's nothing around to play with, kids will find something to be able to play with. And sometimes it's not always the safest. And so what we promote is positive experiences and we keep it um, as open and as inviting as we possibly can so yes everybody's welcome to join us yes well that is great to know um and again um you are the creator and founder of this organization is that correct absolutely yes so you also serve as one of the workers who are who's on duty when you come into the the area to the play to to your site Yes, uh, Simple Positive Play is, um, I'm very passionate about it. I really do believe that families um, 
need a place to go to play. And I love all the different playful resources that there are in our communities. You've got a lot of free things that are available at your library to mm -hmm. be able to um, go to for free, to engage in all sorts of different things. And also even in the St. Louis area, you can go to the art museum, you can go to the zoo. There's so many different free resources that are available. And I like that. Um, when I started it, it was something where I wanted to just use my skills and talents more. Mm -hmm. And um, I like to play and I figured why not use those skills and talents and just see what happens. Let's just start somewhere and, and go where it takes me. And that's why one day after um, I had gotten back from grad school from my library and information and science degree, where we talked about sharing information and um, making things accessible to people of all backgrounds. And I um, had done a lot of thinking about what I could do and sat my parents down and I said, I really want to set up some tables in your driveway and invite the neighborhood kids come and play. And I based it off of like a lemonade stand, but I called it a okay. make your own lemonade. And so I had different refreshments on um, table and let people come in and have some lemonade. And I had recipes for them to take home to make their own lemonade and maybe start their own lemonade stand. But then I also had just a variety of um, art supplies to be able to work with. And from there, um, I was just walking around my hometown and connected with an artist who had some studio space. And she said, would you like to move from outside in your parents' driveway into my studio space? And so then I moved there and it's been from people from talking to people and having conversations and recognizing that there is a need for more free access to play and art and creativity where there's no judgment, there's no grading, there's no um, limit to what you can do. And it helps supplement all of these other aspects of education where we do have to get assessed in certain things, but you're free to experiment with the paint, the glue, the tape, the scissors, um, books, all sorts of ideas and everything when you come to simple positive play yes 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 I think that is true and um the aspect of like needing more of these spaces um and then them being free um and are at least affordable for people to utilize but I like free better <laughs> especially when we're talking about community <laughs> I like free better um and then it's just giving children the opportunity to experience uh, different things that they may not be able to experience at home, you know, in some sort of ways. And then also building relationships, because that's one thing that I did enjoy when we were there. Um, you know, they got to play uh, with other children. And then also I got to speak to other parents. Yes. Um, so I think that's a big thing, too, is like that's a start of building community. So, you know, you go to this place to have a safe space for your kids to play. Nice, especially when it's hot outside, it's nice and cool, um, it's open. And then you get to meet, you know, people who may be in your area or around, you know, in your, your community period. Um, so I think that's also a great plus about the Simple Play Positive uh, site and all of the things that you guys offer there. I do want to kind of talk about um, how you all are beneficial to the community. Um, like, 
all of the services that you all provide and the things that you 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 give like we know you can come in for free um and you, you do take donations that will be helpful bringing in donations but if you don't have it you definitely can come in for free and get to play um with all of the toys so i, I guess maybe providing us information about the services you provide with the play and like maybe what things you have there to play with if someone's not been to your site kind of give us the idea and then also get into how beneficial you feel you are to the community. Absolutely. So when we get into the donations, uh, just to touch upon that ever so slightly, um, my I want to remove barriers to mm -hmm. access to information and play. So by making it free, a family that has multiple children, um, they don't have to worry about um, budgeting for it. It can be something that they can go and take advantage of, um, whether it's in the budget or, or not. It's gas money and it's time, but trying to remove as many barriers as possible. Some of the things that we have there promote gross motor skills, um, being able to climb. We have these wonderful little stones on the ground to be able to focus on balance for those kids who like to walk from stone to stone. Or some, I saw a kid yes, or this past time uh, jump from stone to stone, which was very impressive. Uh, we even have smaller climbers for those kids learning how to pull up. So it's soft and gentle for falls because uh, that occasionally does happen. Things to crawl through, just a small tunnel for the, our little kids. Not only that, we have a lot of pretend play. Yeah. So through our pretend play, we have a kitchen set. We've got materials um, like puppets to be able to pretend to be different people in our community. And then we have train sets. We've got a bunch of little um, Fisher-Price little people to be able to explore in a farm as a fire truck. And we have things to work on other cognitive skills like puzzles and things to build with. And a lot of our main big room that we have does focus a little bit more on our younger end of the age group, <clears throat> but we have this whole studio room that is full of other resources for kids, older kids to play with too, uh, such as different funky scissors to be able to play with that you might not want to give to a small child. But in addition to that, I've got scissors that help kids focus on how to cut, um, ones where you can adjust it to the the point where children just have to squeeze and they learn the dynamics and the function of how to cut scissors and it's safe to be able to do that with the abundance of paper that we have to cut and it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, other things like Legos to be able to build and play with. We've got origami. We've got different sets like little bits and snap circuits to work on circuitry for older kids. Mm -hmm. We've got how to play chess, um, <laughs> a game called stress-free chess Ooh. and um, a whole host of games where it not only focuses on playing individually, but playing together with other children with other families, with parents being able to engage with their kids. Because uh, sometimes that is even hard to yes. do with your own child to be able to sit down and try to play. Yeah. Marble mazes, um, a whole host of books and puzzles. And it's really remarkable. I never realized just how many resources we have until it comes time to clean and pick it all up. But that's okay. <laughs> that's what I'm there for. And that's what I really do enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> having available and that's also sometimes a deterrent not having space sometimes for families um, and the mess that it, it creates. Like, 
yeah, you guys, like sometimes, especially with right now with the pandemic, I'm so glad you guys have the chance to open back up, but kids have been sitting in their homes a lot. Everything has been happening in their home. So right now, just to have maybe a space to go somewhere outside of home to play um, or somewhere to, to get gather as a family, like you said, maybe it's a mom and she wants to spend time with her child, like, come, let's go here and let's go play a board game. And we're outside of the house. We're not in the house because um, the house has become everything right now for everyone. Um, so I think that's awesome that it's just an extra space that you can utilize. Um, yeah, no, I love it because it helps with uh, social emotional development. Um, yes, which is big. Try to build. I have uh, blocks of different sizes to be able to build a tower. Mm -hmm. And if you don't build them from ten down to zero, then it's not going to build the tall tower that you want to see. And so watching them navigate that to say, well, I want this block to go on top, but this it's going over this block, but on top of this block, oh, I need to move it and to be able to build it. So there's a whole host of neurons firing when they're playing. And then when you're playing together, that builds a love of learning. And that's really what I like to promote is learning together, growing together um, and being okay with making a mistake. And again, moving yes. through it in order to accomplish what you want to do so and it applies to all of us at any age but it's so fun to watch it in action like yeah. happen within moments with younger kids yes yes and you know like honestly this this I know this is all great and it's just super important but just in real life you know moms just needing a moment as a mother <laughs> As a mom, I know, I like, just need a moment and you just wanting to burn off energy for your kids. Like, and you want to socialize, especially for those stay at home moms who don't get much interaction with other people. Like, this is a great space that you can come kind of kick back a little bit because, you know, you still have to watch your children. You still have to watch your children. It's not a babysitting. You're not babysitting. <laughs> but <laughs> you get a moment to kind of breathe because they're interacting. They're they're entertained. You get what I mean? So you can step back a little bit because they're entertaining. You're not the entertainer right now. They're entertained with all these great gadgets and gadgets and other children. Um, and then also you can get yourself in a conversation with another adult because sometimes we're missing that as you know mothers or maybe stay at home parents excuse my language I'm all over the place but yeah stay at home parents because not all you know moms stay at home and not all dads go to work so for parents like you get to really and then that's another thing mom or dad whoever is welcome to come into this space grandparents aunts uncles anybody is yeah. welcome to bring their children in and have a great time I, I love it and we do ask that an adult brings the, the kiddos. I know even sometimes we have older brothers and older siblings yeah. uh, looking after our, our kids for the day when we have to go to work or to do other uh, activities. But we do ask at this point in time that uh, 18 and over that an adult brings the kiddos into this space. And that's just to make sure that we keep everything safe and um, to make sure that everybody accepts responsibility for their child or for who they're responsible for yeah. as they're in the space absolutely yeah. and you're right dads come in all the time um yeah. I've definitely seen uh dads who have planned it together and they're not even from necessarily North County but they'll drive over and they they become friends and um 
<laughs> seeing them chat and become friends is really fun too. Uh, and then also for me, being able to talk to different families. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I do like to talk. So, um, <laughs> well, welcome to the hood talks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of how I learn what um, community needs are. Yes. And knowing that I stay open because I get that feedback of how grateful people are that we are open or having students who might have certain needs, um, I can look into finding more things that are helpful or beneficial for them, you know, with the whole scissors conversation or even um, I know I've had some students who uh, maybe using books that are more in black and white or high contrast books. Um, mm -hmm make it easier for them to be able to engage with books, having things that are on various age levels, uh, interest levels. I mean, of course, your best bet is always to go to your local public library to be able to see an assortment of like how cozy we are and what an introduction we are to having access to free resources and being able to explore. Well, I think this is just so great to hear. Um, like I said, I have witnessed this, the space. I think it's a great space. I appreciate you for having the space and doing what My you're pleasure. doing. Because <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's just like I said, it's just needed. It really is. And there's so many different aspects of this that is like awesome from to me. Um, so I'm so happy that you're here to share it with uh, the Hood Talks podcast um, and the people that view us. Um, so I do want to talk about, because I mean, I feel like a lot of this is where we're going, where you talk how beneficial it is that you you build relationship, you, you're listening to what community wants, and you're delivering also, that's the, the beneficial of your organization to the community. Community has uh, the ability to, to, to provide feedback, and you're also giving them what they are asking for, um, and it's, it seems like you are supporting each other um, in the sense yeah. like, you know, more people that come, of course, and, you know, when they can give donations, that's helpful. And then also you're getting the feedback and you're providing what people are saying that they need in the community. So that 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 is awesome. I, I applaud you. Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, with other organizations being able to collaborate, um, Visions of Virtue, um, doing helping to collect diapers for uh, different organizations. I know that in the past, we've also collected stuffed animals and went to Stanley Steamers who donates those to families that are in need. Um, we've collaborated with Earth Dance Organic Farm School to be able to expose more families to just where food comes from and the fact that you can get fresh food from that locally grown just right in Ferguson. So um, I love being able to collaborate and to work with people and to deliver. And I hope everybody else has as much fun with it as I do, because I really do. <laughs> and that's a good thing. We have to do that. We have to collaborate um, to help communities, to help our communities. So I, 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 again, I applaud you for doing all of that um, and being support not only to the community, but to other organizations. That is really great. So is there anything else you want to kind of hit on when we're talking about being beneficial to the community? Or I think we covered it all? Into just being there for each other when we need it. Um, I know that community has always helped me um, in any predicament that I've ever been in. And I like to give that respect and that kind of support back. I feel for me, that's, um, that's a good way to go. Yeah. So, and then when you are playing, 
um, the kids are learning in so many different ways and it looks like play and it is play, but it's also education. And uh, I love being there to help if a kid is struggling with something that they really wanna do saying, oh, you know what? I actually have a stapler. Let me go grab a stapler if that's going to help you connect your hat a little bit better and this glue's not working or when they're just uh, really wanting to make a certain thing happen of me being able to provide those extra resources and that extra support to to make things work. So I feel like um, that it I want it to be in as many communities as possible and I feel like there are ways that it is. This is just my contribution on how I can help make those community connections. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, I definitely think it should be offered in many different um, communities in different areas, um, but allowing people to come into your space here in the Ferguson location is definitely just as much as beneficial as you having seven locations in a sense. <laughs> I like it. I love it in Ferguson. I like how small it is and how intimate it is. I love it. And that's why I was saying too, like I, it's so, it is, it's very, again, it's community. It's not like, you know, uh, this big, great um, business that's just pouring in people. Um, it's, it's really community. You get there, you're engaging with each other and you're, you're learning and you're getting to know one of the, one of, you know, each other. And so it's not like, you come and you're sitting there with your only family, you're only to yourself and you're by yourself or anything like that. Like you're, it's really engaging. Um, and you can learn so many different things about different people and different families and different children. You yeah. know, you might have some questions about your children and you can see by other children playing like, oh, okay, that is something normal for two-year-olds right. to do. Or that is something normal for six-year-olds to do. Okay, it's not just my my child. So those type of um, things uh, are being are happening there. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, like even on my own, like I said, when I went, you know, seeing other other kids and I was like, okay, so they're three. Um, okay, they're doing some of the similar things that she's doing at three. So okay, so I'm not off or it's not different or it's not, she's not the only one or I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> Okay, okay. Made me breathe a little bit. And then getting to talk to other adults because I'm not just sitting here talking to children all day. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, getting to interact with you and meet you. That yeah. was fun. Um, so yeah, it was really definitely a great um, experience. And I want, that's why I'm so happy that you're here so that we can get more people to know about it so more people can utilize it. And you know, if people can, that's what we can get into how can we the community support you more um because that's important right to make yeah. it sustainable <laughs> one of my favorite things that happens is when somebody says i brought a friend and they invite other people to be able to come and check it out so if you haven't been invited you are now everybody who's listening to this you are absolutely invited you're invited you just go up there and tell her yes. you heard about her on the hood talks podcast yes and we're inviting you right now to come along yes come and be involved and be, and my, be hope, part. my hope is that once you see what we do um, that you'll want to help even more to get more people to, to be able to come in and to contribute however you can, whether it's through ideas or whether you see that, um, you know, something would be neat if we had it, offering suggestions, offering ideas, uh, connecting with other community people, um, all of that 
is a really great way to be able to contribute. So that's what I really look forward to. That's one of my favorite things about Simple Positive Play all the way around is that we are completely community-based. I'm not grant-funded. Everything that we have has been a donation through the community to be able to have the space that we're in. And so that speaks volumes. That I'm not in my yes. parents' way anymore because people have said, you know what, I like it let's roll like and we've been able to add and grow and to do all sorts of different things so that uh, is definitely awesome that is really awesome to hear um so that just means that you're doing something wonderfully great if you (laughs) (laughs) you, i mean hey it's speaking for itself you just said you're not grant funded the community has set back and backed you up yeah that is great to hear um so what is one thing that you're proud about with your organization, which I feel like that may be it, but I'm sure you could pull something else for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Let's> sure. <laughs> so, no, I really do love um, just the outpouring of support. One of the, to give an example, um, in the past years, this is actually our fifth year of being open. July, we celebrate being open for five years, which is amazing. Um, but we, I've had this wonderful flag to be able to stay outside and it's um, to just designate that we are open and it's gotten sun bleached. And I posted on Facebook, um, hey, this is our sun bleached flag. Uh, any donations, can I get some help in being able to provide a new flag? And within a couple of days, I had everything I needed to order a new flag, which should be up really soon. It should be finished very shortly. So it's just the response um, to when I ask for something, a lot of times I get what I, what I need to be able to go from day to day. And it really puts a lot of, um, I don't take that lightly. So when I ask for something, I, as much as I want to have a lot more, uh, like curtains <laughs> and, and other like little things, I would like to have more tech related things available for the older kids. Nothing fancy, just little things Computers, like maybe, light, batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Just little things. Yeah. Um, I know that I can do like computational thinking skills without having a computer, being able to piece things together and understand how circuits work with just the little bits in the-, oh, the So getting a little that. tech, like tech kind of like-ish. In- oh, I've got a lot of nerdy <laughs> stuff going on in my brain when I look at play and what can happen. But really, okay. if you put me in a room full of cardboard boxes, I could apply some learning element to every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's- What's one of my proudest things is that being able to uh, get what we need to keep going and not being too, um, not being, I don't, I feel like I'm not being greedy, (laughs) you know, like I I really um, take on that responsibility of being a steward of the donation. uh, of the community through playful resources. So that's one of my favorite things. And that is awesome. Um, I, I, I think again, that that status that you aren't grant funded and that the community has really backed you guys up means a lot here. Not as of yet. We're not grant funded as of yet. It might be one of the things where I get into it, but we've lasted five years based off of that $2, $3 donations, people choosing uh, to raise money for Simple Positive Play as their birthday present on Facebook. Um, It's amazing. You can do that, you guys. So that is one way you can support I did do that um, on Facebook. I 
sent and asked for donations for this great organization. Um, because again, she are she's opening the space to families who may not be able to pay um, sometimes. And this will help cover and keep, of course, it's sustainable and keep like those people being able to come in and utilize it. Um, so I, I think if we can keep donating and supporting you and you can keep it free, then we're doing great. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope the Hood Talks podcast can help again, get some, some uh, get the information out there for not only you to get support, but also for people to come come in visit. Yeah, just visit. It's so much fun. It really visit, is. yes. Come long, like probably will. Like it's really a lot of fun it is a lot of fun so please if you have little ones zero to nine you said uh for more outside like the the play a little bit but you do have space for older children to come utilize absolutely because my daughter's 13 um and when i bring her with me it's she definitely finds something to be able to do the (laughs) the whole time um although sometimes she's there for a really long time but that's a conversation for me and her <laughs> but uh, if you have older uh kids you don't have to leave them at home they can come check it out and if they if it's not their jam if they want to contribute an idea something that would make them happy to be there that's what i love to do i listen and we see what i am able to provide um on some kind of level so and um, then you're also welcome, but- the, co- the convenience i'm sorry to cut you off but the convenience no, of it so say for instance you do have a 13 year old that comes and he's like okay or she's like no this is not my thing mom i don't want to do this but your your toddler is having a ball you are right next to a whole park <laughs> you're right in the middle of January wabash so and they I'm have the ability to go walk to the park and you know maybe do something there because i'm yeah. telling you guys your toddlers is going to love it <laughs> experience of having a three-year-old <laughs> they're not going to want to leave so um yeah you you have that accessible to like hey okay go take a walk you know come back and you know get your mind clear whatever but you are inside of January Wabash for those folks um and how close that is you can make it a day like you can say hey we're gonna go play here for a couple of hours and then we're going to go to the park and hang out at the park, depending on the weather and stuff. So you can really dress it up and fix it up however you guys want. It's accessible. It's free. It's entertainment for your kids. It's a positive play. It's learning. It's everything. Um, so, y'all, please check out Simple Positive Play. Miss um, Jennifer, is there anything else you think is really important that uh, we talk about or, you know, put out there for your organization? Well, right now you can check out the times that we're open. If you go to our website, it's simplepositiveplay.org. And if you look under events, you can see what events that are coming up on the calendar. And right now we're open at least one time a week with um, the pandemic slowing down, hopefully staying slowing down on its way out. (laughs) We're hoping to eventually be able to open up uh, a little bit more as time goes on, but you could always stay updated there. You could also check out our Facebook page at Simple Positive Play and see what's going on. And as I grow and Simple Positive Play grows, that's where you can stay updated to see what happens next. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me at Simple Positive Play. We enjoyed and thank you for being here on today (laughs) and talking all about your uh, organization and the benefits um, of it. Um, If that is all, 
Thank you guys for listening to the Hood Talks podcast. This has been the Hood Needs segment where we talk with Miss Jennifer about her organization, the Simple Play, Simple Positive Play here in Ferguson. Um, please, please, y'all go to the website, check it out. And if you guys got any comments or uh, questions about it, please let us know by uh, emailing us at the Hood Talks podcast, or you can definitely check us out um, on our Facebook page um, and let us know, like, did you go? Did you enjoy it? What happened? Let us know. Um, and also, again, please support. All right, y'all. That has been it. Yay. Thank you for tuning in to the Hood Talks podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page and also follow us on all our social media.